welcome to another episode of the girls room i'm your host marissa here for another episode before we get fully into the episode i want to start off by saying thank you this is like something that i've been thinking about for a while like starting this podcast and kind of been like a little scared because like I hate my voice I think it's so fucking annoying so like why would I like put other people through that pain of listening to it and then also I was just thinking like what if I say the wrong thing or like what if people make fun of me for like what I say or like what I believe in but then I was like all right fuck it like if I'm not gonna talk about shit like live who else is gonna fucking do it so I was like all right let me just go for it and then I've been working on this for roughly like two months just coming up with ideas and talking to people seeing if they would want to be a part of it and just like making notes and like obviously like getting a microphone and shit like obviously need that yeah and then one night I just stayed up till like midnight I was like all right this fucking night like I told myself I'm doing this before February ends it was like a long-term goal of mine for January and then literally the day before January ended I was like all right I need to fucking do this so then I was like all right fuck it let's just put it out there and I didn't I'm just like so overwhelmed by how many people were saying like oh that's like fucking sick and like how many people listen to it like this is not a lot so like I'm just kind of like hyping myself up a little but I think it's pretty fucking cool that within a day I had 41 listens and I'm like no way like I literally thought it was just gonna be like my mom listening to it and like (laughs) that's it and like maybe myself listening to it like eight times to see how annoying I am but yeah I'm like really happy that so many people listen to it and I got like a lot of great feedback and also a lot of feedback that was pretty bad not bad but like it was good like it was just funny hearing it from other people one of my friends told me how heavy I breathe into the microphone I'm sorry (laughs) I'm really sorry but I do breathe really heavy And in the first episode, obviously, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So I was just, like, holding the microphone, like, basically, like, I was doing, like, stand-up comedy. Just, like, holding it to my mouth. Just, like, basically, it was inside my mouth, and I was, like, breathing into it. But, um, yeah, so I, like, learned from my mistakes, obviously. Um, I, like, actually put the microphone on the stand and put, like, the little, like, breathing sheet or whatever the fuck it's called in front of it. And I'm actually sitting, like, a foot away from it, so it's not in my mouth. So, again, I'm very sorry. But, like, thank you for listening to the full episode, like, dealing with how bad it was. I mean, this one's probably not going to be much better, but I just want to really say thank you. And, yeah, so I really hope that you guys, like, keep listening to further episodes. I know that there was a lot of men that listened to the first episode, and that's more of, like, a relatable topic. But today we are going to talk about gynecologists. Obviously, men do not go to these appointments. But, I mean, like, it is good to know because if you have, like, a girlfriend, wife, a sister, mother, grandma, I don't know, anybody who's a girl in your life, like, you might want to know what goes on in these appointments, just, like, you never know. So, yeah, today, just, like, a brief outline of the episode, we are going to talk about the worst day of the fucking year for me, gynecologist appointments. I'm just gonna talk about, obviously, how much I fucking hate them and all my embarrassing stories because, you know, there's, like, 15 of them already, um, just what to expect when you're at the appointments the exams that they do, what they're testing for, what they're looking for, what it feels like, and when you should start going. We're just going to jump right into it. First of all, I want to say when you are looking for your first gynecologist, really do your fucking research because I did not for my first gyno. Like me and my mom, we really did not talk about gynecologists at all. And I was having a lot of vaginal issues. I will get into that in a further episode, but yeast infections are my best friend basically. So I really wanted to go because I was like, I'm not going to go to my physician like 
first of all, she's like one of my mom's friends. I don't want her in my vagina. And she's my friend's godmother. And I'm like, that's just fucking weird. So it's like, I really just like don't want to go to her. And plus like she's like trained in like how to do like a yeast infection test. But like I want someone who's like fully trained in vaginas. Like, you know what I'm saying? So my mom was like, oh, you don't need to go to a gyno. You don't need to go to a gyno because I was 20 years old. I mean, like, I should have been going to it, but I didn't need to. Like, you're supposed to start going once you're 21, like, officially, because that's when you do start your pap exams. So I was like, all right, well, I'm not, like, getting much help out of this, and I really want to go, so I'm going to do this on my own and find a gyno and make my own appointment and everything. I try to talk to my sister about it. My sister does live in a different state, so she couldn't give me tips or information on doctors here because obviously, you know, she goes to a different one in a different state. I'm not driving out to fucking Florida to go to a gyno. So, um, I just talked to, like, my closest friend. I was like, hey, like, I know that you go. What do you do? Where do you go? What's your office? Like, just give me all the help. And, like, I was like, I need to go. Like, I don't care if no one lets me go. Like, I'm I'm going. So, and plus, like, it's my body, my fucking vagina. Um, I talked to my best friend about it. She told me what office she went to. And I was like, all right, fuck it. That's the office I'm going to then. That's enough research. And I did not really do enough research. Um, yeah, after that appointment, I got a fucking hefty bill, literally almost $400. And I was with my dad when we opened it. And first he was like, what is this? And I was like, I went to the doctor. And he's like, that's not your physician. I was like, I went to the doctor. Okay, the doctor. You don't need to know. And I remember he opened it like, and he was like, what the fuck? $400? Like, what did they do? And I was like, hmm just like a yeast infection test they gave me like a cream and they did not take my insurance which i was a dumb fuck and like didn't look that up prior so um i went to them for my first two appointments so i did pay pretty hefty bills but i did not realize how to find someone with insurance because i'm literally fucking stupid and can't do anything on my own but mm, side note so i was lucky enough for my next two appointments to have one of my best friends who's like literally the god of all gods i feel like she knows everything about like the medical world but like seriously I consider her my doctor and she helped me out to find like the right office that would work for me and that could work like with my health insurance so very thankful for that I'm pretty sure like when the first time I tried to get into that office they said that you have an eight month wait and I was like um my yeast infection needs to be gone in eight months which it wasn't but I mean whatever (laughs) we'll get into that in another episode so first appointment you're supposed to start going when you're sexually active. So I was looking on different websites and it said like anywhere from like 13 to 18 and I did not do that. So I don't really know what goes on too much in those appointments. Like I assume they talk about like when you're having sex, if you're wearing a condom, if you're using any sort of contraception, stuff like that. But again, I do not know because I did not do that. So fast forward to when I'm 20 and I was like, all right, I'm going to the fucking gyno. I'm having a lot of yeast infections. And if you've ever had a yeast infection, they are tragic. Like they are just so fucking bad they're just like so just annoying and agitating so it's like I need to get this going I went in I had to wake up like seven hours early because I immediately started shitting first thing when I woke up because I was so nervous like I've heard not like horror stories but like I heard that like it's very uncomfortable I mean like obviously like someone's like digging into your vagina like I don't like when anyone goes in there anyways so like yeah I knew that it was gonna be very uncomfortable and I'm very like squeamish about things going in there except like three items if you know what I'm saying like right away like I was thinking about it and like I just like 
got like immediately nauseous like I just I even had a problem with tampons when I was younger like I could not figure out how the fuck to put a tampon in because again no one really talked to me about it so I was trying to read a little pamphlet on how to put a tampon in and I never truly understood what the fuck you were supposed to do so like the little plastic part that's at the end of the applicator I used to just rip that off and keep the plastic and the tampon in me but then again it would only last for like five seconds because I was like this is painful I need to take it out and then finally once I figured out that you're supposed to fucking push the whole thing in there's no plastic in you I passed passed out the first time I had a tampon in like could not use tampons for like five years I started using them when I was like 18 or 19 so they really truly freaked me out and I don't know why so just like a little preface I hate things going into my vagina except if it's like a finger now a tampon or a penis we're just gonna put that one out there so when I went um my doctor came in she was really nice she talked to me and everything first off they just talked to you about like your health like how healthy you are if you smoke if you drink if you're sexually active they ask you about how many partners do you have if you use condoms she asked me form of birth control I was on and like if I got like the Gardasil shots and stuff like that they do like your standard height and weight blood pressure which mine was like through the fucking roof they're like are you okay and I was like no I am not First of all, I got nauseous when I went the, went up the elevator just to get to the appointment. Plus, like, the second I sat down, I was like, holy fuck, like, I'm spinning. This is bad. So, right off the bat, it was not going well. So, we just, like, talked for a little bit, and I explained, like, my problems about my yeast infections and everything. She, and she explained then the test that we were going to go through, and I obviously start freaking out because, like, that's just me. Yeah, so then they just start talking. They tell you about, like, what they're going to do during the exam so they don't just, like, fucking randomly go in there and you have no idea what's going on. So we talked about it and everything, and that was great. And then I told her about how nervous I was, which I think that it it is important to tell them that you are nervous before you do start the process just so they know because if you in case you get sick or you pass out or just like anything like that or you can also have if you want like a family member to like come in during the appointment which like I personally would never do sorry mom like no so she had another nurse come in and she was like oh you can like hold her hand or something if you want um I broke the bitch's hand basically so you go in and then they talk to you about it and then you're like on like this bed thing and then all of a sudden they just like fucking pull out the bottom they pull up the stirrups they're like these little like things that hold your feet up basically so then like they're out really wide so your legs are busted open for one and then it's so like your knees are out and it's so that they can easily get into your vagina and then she's like okay slide down to the end of the table and I literally would not slide down because I was so fucking scared she had to like pull me down at the end of the table because I was just like such a little bitch and yeah I kind of like skipped past what I was basically going to talk about I'm very scatterbrained if you don't know that I just went straight ahead into my first gyno story so I guess I'll just finish it so yeah I was just sitting on the table whatever and then what they do is they put like a lubricant on it's called a specula which is like I think it can sometimes be plastic but all the ones that I've used are metal um they warm it up sometimes and what it does it just like slides into your vagina and then it holds like your vaginal walls open so they can see into your cervix easier instead of like taking their fucking fingers and like pushing that shit open so it like goes back it holds it open and like personally I think it is the worst thing in the world but they're like this isn't supposed to hurt like I don't know why you're acting like a dumb bitch and I'm like "Mm, sorry so yeah obviously I'm freaking out in this moment because I don't like things being in my vagina I think it is very uncomfortable and she's like it's like a tampon don't worry I'm like my tampons do not hold my fucking vaginal walls open while some stranger is digging in there just for that appointment purposely since I didn't have to get like a pap smear or anything since I was too young they basically just did, like a swap of my yeast and yeah then they just recorded that and that was it it literally lasted like 14 seconds the whole appointment but I was so like worked up and everything and I was so scared that basically I almost passed out <laughs> yeah at the end of the appointment the like second nurse the one that I broke her hand she stayed in with me and um we were just like talking so she was like 
do you like apple juice or do you like orange juice? And I was like, I like apple juice. Why? And then she left the room, comes back with a thing of apple juice, made me drink. and was like, you have to stay here for 15 minutes because you almost passed out. So that was my first experience. So it honestly can't be worse than that. Probably like it was just so embarrassing. I was embarrassed for like three years after, but whatever. Fuck it. Okay. So what actually happens when you go for like your annual appointment? So I, since I just like jumped into my first embarrassing story. Okay. So what they do Obviously, you go in there, they talk about your health, height and weight, exact same things I said before, sexual partners. When they ask you these questions, be honest. Like, they are not going to judge you. Like, mine have not judged me in any way, shape, or form. So, they obviously have, like, your best interests at heart. So, they go in there, you talk, and then I always let them know before they take my blood pressure that it's probably going to be through the fucking roof, which it always is. Um, I went last week, and I think it was, like, one. 40 something and I think it's supposed to be like 120 over something I don't really know like don't go mean and then they just took like my height and weight and then they asked me how like my current health was any like partners that I'm having and then like like sexual partners and then whenever I say that she like always assumes they're like my boyfriends and she's like oh so how long have you guys been together and I'm like um he ghosted me three months ago <laughs> like I'm not dating I don't date sorry so yeah that's always like funny and my doctor always makes jokes with me which is great and just like tries to really get me comfortable even though I'm never comfortable at all after we talk about that we go into um they do a breast exam if this is an annual appointment when i just go in for like a yeast infection they don't do that then they go into a breast exam my doctor she's a midwife actually so she's just like really fucking cool and i feel like she just like does like really cool tricks and shit like that so this is a different doctor than i went to the first time and then my doctor always has like students studying and stuff like that if you choose so they come in and they take notes and like just so they learn so she asked me before my appointment she's like do you mind if someone else comes in like, i really don't fucking care you're helping other women so i had my doctor come in and um also the student and she did a breast exam first i ask you about how often you do breast exams and they really stress the importance of doing them i did not do them as much as i should have i actually didn't okay i'm not even as much as I should have. I did not do them at all. Like I touch my boobs all the time, don't get me wrong, but I never am looking for anything. So do it once a month. You should do it like several days, maybe like a week after your period. Cause when you do have your period, your boobs tend to swell. They tend to be very tender. So just wait until after like that period of time is over. I'm gonna try to attach some videos of how to do like a self breast exam or like a link to it or anything like that. Um, because I cannot stress enough how important that is. So when you go once a year, they are going to check your breast, which is great to have like a professional do it for you. But if you do self-breast exams and you do find something, do not hesitate to call your doctor right away. Okay, anyways, back to it. So my doctor does like, I think she calls it like a bike, it's like a bike wheel test or something like that. Like she just takes her fingers and rubs them from like the outside going in to like the center of my breast and then she does it once with her eyes open and then she does it once with her eyes closed which I think is very interesting because she wants to just feel with their fingers and then like you lift your arm over your head and they check everything they do it when you're laying down and they are very thorough with it which is great so after your breast exam is over then you start going down to more of the vaginal exam which is like when I start freaking out like in the beginning I don't care you touch my fucking boobs all you want but the second that they say okay we're gonna start the exam I feel like I'm gonna die. Like, first of all, I just shit 18 times and now you have to go down there. Like, not a good scene. And they ask you to even when, like, you're just talking about, like, your health and stuff. She mentioned to me this past time, she's like, so, like, any issues with IBS? And I was like, yes! I was like, I had to wake up three hours early today. I shit four times in your office that I was waiting for for six minutes. Like, they're, like, really cool and everything and they get it. And, like, you don't have to worry about when they're doing, like, the vaginal exam. Like, oh, should I shave? Do whatever the fuck you want. They've seen so many fucking vaginas. They don't care. Like, we all have the same anatomy. They get fucking hair, too. Like, I don't care. I will leave my hair however the fuck I feel like that day. And I'm like, all right, 
I know my doctor does not care. First, they like touch your abdomen, your lower abdomen, and areas like that. I'm like, is this uncomfortable? I'm like, yes, bitch, I'm fucking uncomfortable. But like, they're seeing if there's any pain in these areas or if it's like swollen or anything. First, they do like an outer exam, like they check your labia and everything. And if this is your first appointment at 21, then they're gonna do a pap smear. And pap smear, they're not like as bad as they sound. Pap smear, you start getting that test once you're 21 and you get it around every three years. I mean, you could get it more frequently if you need to or if you have like a family history of like cervical cancer. So what it is, it's it's a screening procedure for cervical cancer. It tests for the presence of precancers or cancerous cells on your cervix. So you get it every three years from ages 21 to 65 and like I said, more frequently if you do need to. What they do is you have the speculum in you, holds your vaginal walls open and they can literally just see into your cervix and they use just like this little like small brush I've never actually like looked at it because I've been like pretty much blacked out the whole time and this little flat spatula and they just like scrape the inside of your cervix and really it is like a fast procedure but like to me it does feel like fucking forever and obviously like I freak out so for like this past appointment I did not have to get a pap smear since I already got one done so they asked like oh do you want um, a gonorrhea and chlamydia screening and I'm like okay well, yeah um, like I do that every appointment I don't care if like I don't have like a sexual partner you just never know so what they do for that you're only just getting like internal tests they're just seeing how your cervix looks your ovaries stuff like that and then you could get the test if you do want and they just literally take like a little cotton swab and they just like swab the inside of your vagina and I'm like all right yep whatever done like that literally takes a second um, but then they just, like, look around in there and shit and, like, see what's good. I had, like, my second nurse, like, the student studying, just, like, looking down there, too, like, taking notes, like, interesting. And then after that, your doctor does, like, a finger exam, just, like, a manual internal. She uses, like, one or two fingers, whatever your doctor prefers. And they, like, lube up the fingers and they're always wearing gloves. I just want to, like, emphasize that they're always wearing gloves. And then, yeah, they just stick two fingers in you and they, like, kind of, like, move it around, whatever. And they're just checking for the size, the shape, and the position of the uterus. She said that mine was tilted forward, just in case if anybody cares. And they're seeing, like, if there's any pain. And while they're doing this, they are pressing on your abdomen to see if there's any tenderness pain, if your ovaries are enlarged, your fallopian tubes, your ovarian, or if you have any ovarian cysts or tumors. And the whole time throughout the appointment, like, they are saying, like, make sure you're breathing and relaxed because it is very uncomfortable. Like, it's just, like, a foreign object in your vagina and they're like okay like relax make sure you breathe apparently it helps but like I don't fucking know because I do not ever stop once to breathe I literally just take my hands cross them put them over my eyes press my feet into the stirrups literally as hard as I fucking can until they're about to break off and yeah I freak out so mm -hmm, I'm not good at these appointments so the last appointment that I had my doctor kind of just like always jokes around with me because never like the speculum goes in the little like metal thing that like is the one thing that just bugs me out. I don't know why. I think just because, like, it's metal. And she's like, come on, you've had things in here before. Like, you're fine. And I'm like, this does not feel like a penis. Like, let me just put that out there. It doesn't feel like a penis. It does not feel like a finger. It does not feel like a tampon. It is a fucking metal device pushing my walls of my vagina open. Like, it does not feel good. Like, let me just put that one out there. I'm sure that people go into these appointments and they're just like, okay, like it's fine whatever like these are not a big deal but to me they are a very big deal like the second that I get like the little like paper in the mail saying like oh it's time to like book your appointment I immediately feel nauseous and like I really just like don't know why like I just don't like things in there like I tense up I could feel my vagina like fucking clenching like it does not want anything in there 
and I will freak out about it up until like the day I do have the appointment and like I just like black out and I don't breathe and I die and I'm just like obviously very dramatic about it and then when the appointment's over I shit like another three times before I leave the office like the day that I went I shit four times by I think it was 12 o'clock yeah um so like if you ever need like a good like cleanse for me it's when I go to the gyno (laughs) basically any type of doctor's appointments I'm just like not good with doctors at all so yeah that's basically like all they do with the appointments honestly like it's really fast I think I was in there for maybe like 40 minutes that's just because we talked for like a little longer she helped me with um like vitamins I should be taking and like different stuff I should be doing like for my personal health but yeah appointments super fast super easy everything like that so yeah basically that's like all I have to share on God like there's obviously so much more that goes on but I just did like a brief overview of it and so now I do want to share my embarrassing stories because you know I have a lot um I obviously told my one right into the fucking game (laughs) about the first time I went to the gyno so I'm gonna talk about my first pap like I said, you start getting them once you turn 21. So literally the day after I turned 21, I was like, all right, I need an appointment. And I just kind of wanted to get it over and done with so I didn't have to think about it for any longer. So when I first went, it was the same doctor I originally had. So like, she knows that like I suck. She's probably like, oh my God, this is my worst fucking patient ever. Can someone else please take her? But you know, she was stuck with me. She just like briefly explained. She was like trying to like show me the shit that she's going to put in me. And I was like, bro, I do not want to see that at all. Like, don't show me. I don't care. My eyes are closed. I'm just sitting here, you know, trying to enjoy the ride. I had to get a second nurse in there because again, I freak out. And then this was also like helpful to her to see obviously how fucking terrible I was. So they, you know, busted me open literally. And then they went in there, they took the swab. And then she's like, okay, make sure you're breathing. Of course, I'm not breathing. I'm like fucking about to die on the table. My face is probably purple. So then she just tries like talking to me, making conversation. And I had like this little like blue bracelet on. She's like, oh, what's that bracelet for? And I was like, oh, like it has like a paw print on it. It was for my dog. She's like, oh, how old's your dog? And I was like, my dog died. Like, why are we talking about this? Like, please don't talk to me. You're making me upset now. I just remember it being like truly awful and it was just kind of funny to think about after like out of all the topics that she could have talked about we talked about my dog that passed away like she was trying to be nice and trying to make conversation but I was just like not having it so yeah at that appointment I did not pass out super exciting super proud of myself I did not have to get apple juice or anything like that so you know kudos to me I'm just like the best patient ever so if you're listening to this and I've scared the shit out of you like literally do not be scared like literally oh god I fucking hate when I say literally 16 times in like eight minutes just try not to be scared I know it's hard and like I made it sound like way worse than it is but really they are just like such important appointments they're only once a year like you go and you see them once like all right see you next year bitch like it's not as bad as I make it seem just personally I don't like things going into my vagina so that's why like I just don't react very well like I'm probably the worst patient that they've ever had but whatever They always tell me to relax and like meditate before, but obviously I never do, so (laughs) I'm just so good. But yeah, make sure you do your research so you don't have to pay $400 for a fucking yeast infection test. Look up all the different doctors, look up the different offices, their reviews, everything like that. Like, if you can, like, try to like talk about this, like, with 
just like your mom or like your older sister or if you have a cousin or just like friends anything like try to talk about it with someone so like you know what to expect yeah i just want to say thank you for listening i really appreciate it and all the feedback everybody has given me and if you want to like share your embarrassing stories as well i'm gonna attach an email that you can share your stories and like they won't say names or anything like that i'll look up like um a search engine that i could do like anonymous submissions and i want to like share at the end of like every episode other people's stories too there's so many people that this shit happens to like no one is going through womanhood alone out here like we are all in this together ladies all right so thank you so much tune in again next week for another episode thank you